in marriage, we are all called for sacrifice, for better, for worse. And you cannot have a great marriage without sacrifice. Hello, my name is Pumzile Paho. Today I want to talk to you about an important topic in marriage, which is that in marriage, you get out of your marriage what you put in your marriage. Most people invest in their wedding day. We have a program that is called Our Perfect Wedding, wherein people get out of their way to make sure that their wedding day is perfect. And you will see them taking perfect dress, tick, perfect shoes, tick, perfect suit, tick, perfect ring, tick, and you find that everything is ticked. But the big question is, what about the life after the wedding day? Have you thought about it? Have you invested in it? What about our perfect marriage? And many people say there's no such thing as a perfect marriage. But is there such thing as a perfect wedding? We know that there is no such thing as a perfect wedding. But that, my friends, does not stop us from making our wedding as perfect as possible. Our wedding is only for one day or two days. What about making your marriage that will last for a lifetime as perfect as possible? The moment we don't aim for perfection, then we have to settle for marriages that are mediocre, that just don't hit the mark. Remember, your marriage, it's God-ordained. And God wants to bring glory through your relationship. And you live once. And you must leave a legacy of love behind that your children will say, my mom and my dad loved each other. Today, as I've said, my friends, I want us to talk about how to have your perfect marriage. And to have a perfect marriage, just like having a perfect wedding, you have to invest in it. Marriage is like a garden. You have to work on it. Weeds don't ask permission to grow. They just come. And if you don't work on your garden, which will come out and choke beautiful flowers in your garden. So marriage is like that. It's your garden that God has given unto you. So when you wake up, you must invest in your garden. You must plant. You must cultivate. You must water it. If you are looking for different type of flowers, you must get the, the seed and plant it so that you will reap the good in your garden. Marriage again is like building a house. You have to plan, you have to put foundation, you have to build it, and you put a brick, you put a cement, and until you finish your, your house and put roofing. So you have to work at it for your house to become what you like and desire. The first thing that you have to bear in mind in order for you to have 
your perfect marriage is that both partners must invest in the garden, must invest in the marriage, must invest in building their home. Both partners must be committed in building their house. They must be committed in taking care of their garden. They must be committed to their marriage. Commitment simply means, do you want to make your marriage work? The first thing that we assess when people are coming for counseling is commitment. We check if both of them are really committed in making their marriage work. There are no two ways about it. You either want to make your marriage work or you don't. If people are coming for counseling but the level of commitment is not there, you see an attitude of couples saying, I'll just see if it's going to work or not. Uh, we can't help you. And sometimes you see this attitude where two couples, both of them are like, Hey, Sarah, Sarah, what will be, will be. You just see them coming together saying, we'll just see if it's going to work or not. You can't be helped if you come with that attitude. And at times you see that when two people come together, the other one is fully committed. And the other one is singing, Hey, Sarah, Sarah. And it's so painful and so painful and, and shocking that two people will come together and the other one will be so committed. The other one will be like, I don't know. You, I'll just see. If it's not going to work, I'll come. I'll get out. If it works, I'll stay. And it's even painful when you show the other partner that they, that one is not committed, is not going to change, is not going to do anything. And if partners, both or either, are coming with an attitude of, we'll just see if it's going to work or not. As pastors, at times, it's very painful that we will just do what the doctors do. At times, when they don't know what will happen with the patient, they will tell you, it's, it's up to God. We've done the best we know how to rescue the person. So only God now will take over. So some marriages, when people come to us, it's, we can see and we just say, Lord, from here you take over. If either both partners or the other partner are not committed to their marriage or do not want to make their marriage work. Without commitment, it's going to be hard for both to build. But if both partners are committed to the marriage, there's nothing they will not overcome. They will, there's no mountain that they will not overcome. Love will find a way to overcome and build. To have a perfect marriage, both partners have to sacrifice. Sacrifice comes on top of commitment. Without commitment, there will be no sacrifice. Jesus Christ was committed 
and bringing us back to the Father and having a relationship with Him. So He had to sacrifice. Even when it was not easy, He gave up His life so He can win us back to Himself. So marriage is like that. For you to sacrifice, you must be committed to say, no matter how hard things may be, no matter how difficult marriage will be, I am committed to make it work in season and out of season. Whether things go well through sickness and health, I am committed. Through lack, I am committed to build. Then you will sacrifice. Making a sacrifice, my friends, it's a, it's a big thing that we need to learn and do it. But we cannot do it on our own strength. We need God. I heard of a story of a young man who was playing a keyboard in the church and uh, he got sick and they admitted him to the hospital and the church was praying for this young man to get healed. And another old lady in the church heard that this young man needed a kidney. And uh, when they came together to pray for the young man, the old woman said, you know guys, we've been praying. Today we're going to pray. At the same time, a kidney is going to come out of us here. And uh, the, the old lady had a feather. And she said, tonight, today, we are praying, but a kidney is going to come out of us here. And because nobody is willing to donate, I'm going to blow this feather up. And whoever the feather falls on, that person must donate. Hey, it was tough in the church. It was tough. And the old woman blew the feather. And everybody, when the feather was coming down, everybody was ducking and diving because it is costly to sacrifice. It's going to take everything out of you. Nobody in that church was willing to give their kidney for this young man. There is no greater love than the love of God. And when two people come together, we are also encouraged to look up to God and learn from God how he does things. Christ died and sacrificed his life for us. And when we come together in marriage, we need to learn from Christ and sacrifice our lives for our partners and our children for better, for worse. There is no greater love than the love of God, my friends. And the foundation of marriage, it's God. And when we build, we must go back to the one who ordained marriage and ask him for help. The cost of sacrifice, you cannot do it on your own. You need God to assist you to sacrifice for the other partner because all of us, we are selfish. In marriage, we are all called for sacrifice, for better, 
force and you cannot have a great marriage without sacrifice. <laughs>